Great. Welcome, everyone, to Mentor Moments. This podcast is hosted by Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Students and the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter. I am Dr. Michael Keener, one of the hosts here with Brayton Wooters, one of our current students. Brayton? How's it going? Um, my name is Brayton Wooters. I am um, one of our students here um, in our program. Really, the, uh, the vision and the goal behind this podcast is to allow uh, students and um, those in the profession of rehabilitation counseling or counseling in general, just to get a better idea of uh, what the field looks like, what um, the profession looks like uh, out in the real world, and also just to get um, just advice from those who have been in the field that have uh, been doing this career for a while uh, and just learn more. We look forward to interacting with you um, on a fairly regular basis, so please keep tuning in. Thank you. On today's episode of Mentor Moments, we have Liz Ewerts with us. She is a certified rehabilitation counselor and graduated from Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program in 2020. Currently, Liz works as a vocational rehabilitation counselor for the state of Missouri, and she works in the downtown St. Louis office. So Liz, we want to thank you again for uh, coming on to Mentor Moments. Uh, could you just give uh, the listeners uh, just a little short bio of your career? Uh, so my career started in, um, so I graduated from Maryville's Rehab Counseling Program in May 2020, so at the height of the uh, pandemic. Um, after I graduated, I did have a job offer, but that didn't really pan out. So whenever a position opened up from another um, student that I was in the program with, with Missouri Book Rehab, I jumped on the opportunity. Um, so I have been working with Missouri Book Rehab in St. Louis downtown office location since August 2020. I've been here for about a year and like two months now. So my primary caseload I work with individuals that have severe and persistent mental illness. Um, a lot of times those individuals have co-occurring disorders. Those could be substance use disorders. Most of the time it's substance use uh, disorders. And so um, I'm like the IPS counselor in my office, which is individual placement with supports. It's uh, one of our more supported employment programs that we have with Missouri Book Rehab. And um, we partner with agencies. My particular ones are BJC and uh, places for people. So I partner with employment service providers with those agencies. And so we just uh, really help individuals that have those substance use disorders and they also have the severe and persistent mental illness. We provide um, employment services to them like uh, job supports, placement and everything like that. So um, I also started working with another site which is called Jefferson Spaces. And it's a pilot, it was a pilot program. And what it is, is it's a, a homeless community, which it's transitional housing. And a lot of those individuals actually, it's, it was kind of funny how some of the clients um, that I've had on my caseload ended up living there. And it's been a fantastic experience because a lot of the clients that we have in our programs, we lose contact with them. And so if we lose contact with them, we tend to have to close our cases. 
So this has been a wonderful way of us to keep in contact with those clients and to be able to provide some additional supports for them. Um, it's been it's been really productive and it's uh, actually about to grow. So um, I kind of spearheaded that uh, whenever I first started here. So uh, it was it was something that my supervisor talked to me about, and then we went and kind of toured the facility. So it's a tiny home community. So it's something that's a little different. Um, but it's wonderful. It's been wonderful. Thanks, Liz. I, I mean, I can I can hear and see your voice. You know that you're sort of excited and passionate about that. And I guess sorry, I sort of have a follow up question because you're still relatively, I would consider you a recent grad, but yet obviously you you have experience. Um, but think back to when you first started. Do you have any started in the in, in the rehab counseling program? Do you have a tip for a new student that that you know? Uh, so I know that sometimes um, whenever we have grad panels, a lot of times that's usually for students that are maybe in practicum and internships. Um, but I would definitely encourage even new students, even if it's your first semester, if you hear that there's going to be a grad panel, um, I, I encourage you to attend those type of um, those type of meetings because you never know uh, what might come of it. You might make, make a connection with uh, another grad student that was in the program and you might end up finding out that you know they they're doing something that maybe you didn't think about and that could be something to help you down the future to get a practicum get an internship something like that so. well if i can give you some more um props uh liz that's something that you did throughout your program and even coming to before you were a member of missouri rehab association chapter i you know remember seeing you coming to some of the socials and, and then again, attending the events and you, you took every opportunity to, to meet new people in the field. So you get a plus for that. You know, that actually came from advice from a, a different professor when I was in my undergrad program, they told me that, you know, sometimes it's a good thing to say yes to opportunities. Awesome. Two good tips. Say yes. Could you um, let us know a little bit more? Um, just could you tell us a little bit um, of just something that uh, people might not know about you or about um, the kind of career that you have or uh, just kind of what you do on a day to day? What's something that would surprise our listeners? Uh, something that might surprise some listeners is that I was in the Navy for nine years. Um, I was in the Navy and actually my career ended because of a disability. Um, so I actually, the reason why I'm sitting here in the seat was because I went through the VA book rehab program and um, they paid for my way to go to Maryville rehab uh, program. And I'm sitting here today because someone else took a chance on me. Wow. I, I can see how that passion would transfer over to what you're doing every single day. That's, that's really amazing. I love that. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, and that's something in my experience, I, I've seen many veterans who want to give back to the veteran community. And I know you're working with, you know, on the, the public side, Liz, but I think that's the same transfer, okay, kind of pay it forward way of, way of thinking and, and operating. Yeah, and actually, it's it's been a good way for me to connect with some of my clients, because some of my clients are, are also in the, um, they've been veterans. And so a lot of times, uh, I've had individuals or clients where they're a little bit more guarded initially, and I already pick up that they have had service, and then I wait until the right moment to bring that in. 
And then it just like, it clears up any guarded behavior that they have with me and all of a sudden they just open up. And it's been something that's been very helpful in my, in my career so far. And it's been helpful with other counselors that they may have a, a veteran, they're not really sure how to, um, I don't want to work with the client or maybe have that conversation. It's been, it's been pretty helpful, very productive too. Great. Um, sort of transitioning again, now we're talking a little bit more deeper about working for Missouri, Missouri Evoke Rehabilitation. Tell us maybe some of the few great things um, about, again, working for Missouri VR uh, to put you on the spot. I know your supervisor is also one of our graduates, so I'm sure working for Kim Chaplin is a, is a, is a good thing. Um, but, you know, I guess teasing us. Right. You know, teasing aside, you know, what are those, you know, again, for, you know, especially right now, everybody is looking for people and we, you know, it, it's a, sort of the, the new employees market that they can really sort of shop around to get sort of maybe the best um, offer or look at the best perks or, you know, benefits. So what, what are those great things about working for Missouri uh, Vocational Rehabilitation? Well, as uh, some individuals know, with um, whenever you're in the program, you can take the CRC exam while you're um, still a student. And um, what the great part is about working for Missouri Book Rehab is that, you know, those things that are called continuing education, a lot of times you have to pay money for those. Well, you don't have to pay money for those with Missouri Book Rehab. They offer them all the time. They even have a training uh, platform called Bridge Training, and uh, they have pre-recorded um, training videos that you can watch and you can earn some CEUs from those. A lot of them starring Dr. Keener. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they offer CEUs all the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of trainings that happen, you know, even with the MRA conference, uh, VR actually paid for me to go there and, you know, they paid for me to have a hotel room and uh, attend some of those breakout sessions, which I earned CEUs from that. Um, so yeah, it's just the continued, uh, excuse me, continued education has been phenomenal with this, uh, with this job. So there's definitely those perks. And of course there's the perks of, you know, we have uh, great supervisors in our, in our, well, my office specifically, but also in VR overall, they really care about your professional development and they'll offer opportunities for that. So even yep. if you're, you haven't gotten your LPC, and that's something you're going towards, they offer supervision, so. Yeah, I guess that even that last piece, I know we always sort of advocate with our students when you're negotiating for a job, you know, will they provide supervision? If they don't, maybe will they sort of compensate you if you're getting supervision outside of the agency? And I think they um, even pay for your certification test too. Awesome, awesome. Um, I guess on a similar question, I, I you know, I know, as you know, this podcast is in conjunction with the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter, and you're also a member. So can you talk a little bit about why you joined MRE Eastern Chapter and maybe what are some of the benefits of, of belonging? So one of the benefits of belonging is that you get to be with Dr. Keener a lot over <laughs> No, teasing aside, though. Um, so again, they, they offer a lot of um, socialization opportunities. I know, especially in today's world with COVID, that's been something that I struggled with, um, you know, graduating from Maryville at the kind of the peak of the pandemic. 
and then coming into the, this world, you don't have a lot of opportunities with connections. And so it really allows you to network with other um, professionals in our field. And, um, you know, honestly, it gives you an opportunity to get ideas from other professionals in, in areas that maybe you're not too familiar with to figure out how you might be able to help a client that may be on your caseload. And, you know, just it just bridges some of those connections. And um, we also have fun doing it. So. Why not join? <laughs> we just say yes, right? Going back to your tip. Sometimes you just need to say yes, right? You can make a lot of great friends in mm. this agency and with MRA there. I mean, we have individuals that are with Paraquad, with Mercy, MERS. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other ones that I'm not familiar with that I'm probably still going to be learning. But, you know, and, it, and it's also just, um, I mean, great to put on your resume too, you know, so... So you mentioned the MRA conference earlier. Could you uh, just let us know a little bit more about what that is and what that looks like? So the MRA conference is, um, <laughs> so the location was over at Tantara, I guess it was a resort, and that's Margaritaville. Um, so it has a lot of you know wonderful things that you can do after hours, obviously. But um, so they have the opportunity to, to again, have, continuing education credits. I know I went to uh, quite a few. I went to one with Dr. Keener, which solution focused, and that was a great um, like refresher from from school, from Maryville, because you know Dr. Keener and the Maryville program is really good about um, solution focused type therapy. And so it was just great, great refresher. But I also went to one that was um, in help in uh, dealing with individuals with autism. And there was one, just one sentence that really um, helped me out a lot. And it's like, whenever we're talking about clients, we always talk about appropriate versus inappropriate behaviors. And I didn't realize how negative that actually could come across, especially when you're dealing with a client. You know, that may be something that they would be very defensive about. And so they were teaching us about expected versus unexpected instead. And I was like, you know, that would be something that would come across a little bit more positively. And so I, I started changing the way, the language I used, just with clients that, not even clients that are on the spectrum, but just clients in general. Um, because a lot of my clients, again, they're severe, persistent mental illness. So a lot of times they're gonna have behaviors that are very unexpected. Um, and I feel like that comes across a lot more positively, so. Yeah, I love that, that language shift. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's really strange how communication like language can really just change um a perception of, of a conversation so language has meaning right so so Absolutely. it uh like you said it, it can define or pathologize or be negative but then also it can be empowering and positive and and life life changing i well, guess so i mean those those uh, breakout sessions are just a way for you to um, gain more knowledge and maybe learn something that you never thought about. So, and again, so, we have fun. <laughs> and have say yes and have fun, right? So, and again, you're even still meeting individuals across the state, not just you know we have Eastern Chapter, which is here in St. Louis, uh, St. Charles, and everything, but that's for the whole state. So you're going to meet a lot of people throughout the whole state, um, and. Honestly, it's, it's great to be able to see people in person. So that was an opportunity for me to be able to meet some fellow grads in person again. Um, I actually got to see 
uh, Tiara James, who is another fellow alumni, and we hadn't seen each other since before I graduated. I think the last time she and I had actually seen each other in person was like uh, March of 2020. And that was right when we were like, okay, you're ready, you have to go home. Um, so it was just great to be able to connect with people and um, you know, just meet some new professionals. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think what I'm hearing too, Liz, is that um, graduating isn't the end point. It's it's really a, just another beginning or a new beginning that, that there's yeah. there's always things to learn or refine or um, engage with, so. Or even just, you know, allowing yourself some more networking opportunities, because you never know. Again, you shouldn't limit yourself to what you're doing today. You should always be thinking about how can this mold me better for the future. So. I love that, that mindset of yours, Liz. All right, so obviously the podcast is called Mentor Moments. So this is your time to shine, Liz. So take a, take a few minutes and, and what what is your mentor moment to share with, again, students, early career, experienced professionals? What, what advice do you have for them? So I kind of alluded to this a little bit in the beginning of this podcast, but and I told this to the alumni or the students during the alumni panel, but um, even if you have an idea for what you want to do in the future, don't limit yourself to just, okay, I'm, I'm interested in voc rehab, so my internship is going to be with Missouri Voc Rehab or Illinois VR. Um, don't limit yourself with that. You know, even if you think that you can't do counseling, like clinical counseling, if there's an opportunity that comes up, take it. Because uh, whenever I was in school, I was just like, well, I don't think I can do clinical counseling. You know, I have this stuff in from my past. I really don't think I can deal with it in the future. Or, you know, I, I really struggle with being around a lot of people. I don't think I could do group counseling. Um, but guess what? I had an opportunity to do it and I did well. And honestly, that's what led me to be able to get this job. I never thought I was going to be having uh, kind of, I guess, a, a niche for working with individuals with severe and persistent mental illness. I never thought that I would have a job dealing specifically with that kind of group, but apparently I've flourished at it <laughs> and I actually really enjoy it. It gives me a lot of great satisfaction and um, that wouldn't have probably happened if I didn't say yes to being a um, group focused counselor with Centerpoint, you know, that wouldn't have happened. I don't think if it, it, it led me here. And if I would have limited myself to just book rehab and then book rehab and then book rehab, you know, I would have missed out on some opportunities for learning. And so I, I feel like if, if you have an opportunity that you aren't sure about, try it out. This is definitely the time to try it out when you're in the program. Um, because when you get out of the program, it's the real world out there and you need to find a job. And a lot of times it's going to be more challenging when you're trying to find a job to say no to something and, or say yes to something realize it's not for you. So this is definitely the time to do that. Liz, I, I appreciate that. It reminds me of something Dr. Bertolino often says is like when students enter entering a program, have an open mind, you know, and again, maybe it goes along with your, your other tip of just say yes, that, 
you, you sort of does it. We don't really know where life will take us or where that practicum when you network or where that will sort of branch off and, and take us. So uh, wonderful words of wisdom there for us. Hopefully. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and also take the advice of the professors. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> Well, Liz, we want to thank you one more time for uh, spending your your afternoon with us and uh, allowing us to get to know you better, uh, sharing your nuggets of wisdom. Um, and uh, we want to just say thanks one more time. All right. I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity as well. Awesome. Thanks, Liz. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mentor Moments, hosted by the Maryville University Rehabilitation Counseling Student Organization and the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter, also affectionately known as Mercs and Mar, like cookies and cream, Mercs and Mar. Uh, if you want to learn more about our program here at Maryville University or just rehabilitation counseling in general, we wanna encourage you guys to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at rehab underscore Maryville, on Twitter at Maryville Rehab, or on Facebook at Maryville Rehabil or at Maryville Rehab Counseling. If you wanna learn more about the Missouri Rehabilitation Association Eastern Chapter, you can log in um, online on mraeasternchapter.com to get more info. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time. All right. See you then.